Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. But with him, I yeah, mean, I know. I know. he's got I know. dementia. Um, yeah, well, I don't think he has that clinically yet. Not yet. Um, but he's definitely slowing down. Whoosh. To the incredible under. I think, by the way, I am a non-adulterated fan of Bocelli. He will tell you, and you know that to be the case. He, uh, God, he uh, anyway. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. There are still some lingering health questions, and that's why the invitation was put out to him. You know, I, I didn't have to invite President Trump to come. How, how come uh, I called you a couple of times? You never got back to him. Well, I was busy. You know, I got busy. So, you got busy. Uh, I saw um, New York plates. I saw Washington, D.C. plates. So they have that much money to come from Washington, D.C. to do this, to do that. Why are they not helping the people here first? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. I'm perplexed by the news of the day. It, it almost seems like there's a dual system of justice in the United States of America. I regret to say that. But do you remember the Democrat staffer for the uh, senator from, uh, from Maryland, Ben Cardin, who uh, recorded himself being buggered by another man in a Senate hearing room, a Senate hearing room that's often used in, on national television? This is in the Capitol. This sodomite was, uh, allow- was filmed, ever taped, having anal sex. And there was an investigation. It was posted. It was posted on the internet. And then he claimed, like the Senate, like the uh, legislative candidate in Virginia who had the uh, the porn website. He said he was being victimized for his politics, even though he willingly posted the the video of himself being uh, being sodomized. Guess what? the The U.S. Capitol Police have today announced that he will not be charged. Because he's, why? Because he's a sodomite or because he's a Democrat? Probably both. He won't be charged. He won't be charged with doing that. But if you walked on January 6th, if you were waved in to the Capitol by the cap, the same Capitol Police weren't going to charge this guy, and you were allowed to come in and they waved you and shook your hand, you could be looking at multiple years in jail, even if you weren't there. At the Capitol, you could get 17 years in jail if you're a member of an organization like the Proud Boys. Then we have something, we, a couple of stories we told you about yesterday, but I just want to compare and contrast here. On Tuesday, six pro-life activists were convicted of violating laws related to the uh, Freedom of Information to Clinic Entrances FACE Act. These are people who uh, went to an abortion clinic and... Uh, sang hymns and prayed, and some sat in front of the doors to block an entrance to the clinic. But it was what you might call a mostly peaceful protest, right? And they're looking at up to 11 years, including a a father of 11. He could be looking at 11 years. 
On the other hand, you have the situation that occurred uh, near Times Square on Saturday night where five illegal alien criminals assaulted two police officers. And they were charged and then they were released without bail. They attacked police officers. And one of them actually gave the double middle finger salute to the photographers as he left the precinct. Or not the, I don't even think he went to the courthouse. I think he just left the precinct. They gave him like a, a ticket. Like he, like he didn't put enough money in the parking machine. Or he had an overdue library book. He attacked the cop. But he's an illegal alien with a tattoo. Tattoos all over his arms, by the way. It's amazing, isn't it? What, you'd almost think we have a double standard of justice here. 844 This is from The Hill. More than 500 journalists, and I should put that in air quotes, were laid off in January alone. More than 500. Now, are these the same journalists who are saying the economy is in such uh, splendid condition and that the, uh, the, the deplorables and the irredeemables are just too stupid to know that? 917 says, this is hilarious. These are the same journalists who've been dutifully reporting the economy's in the best shape it's ever been in. Yeah. The Messenger shut down yesterday. That, that was not a bad site, but it just never got any traction. It was owned by a guy that went was a few years ahead of me at Deerfield. Not a, not a bad site, not a bad guy, Jimmy Finkelstein. But he, he lost his shirt in this one. 844 Somebody said, you know, so you can have anal sex in the Capitol and get away with it. And then the guy said, but I wouldn't recommend it unless you're a Democrat. Eight, and this guy was from Berkeley, California, and he had a hyphenated last name. So he 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 had multiple protections for him. And I get compliments on the hyphen. Yeah, sure you would. Sure you would. Yeah, he does get <laughs> He does get compliments on the hyphen. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. So we're talking about the illegal aliens again. And I, you know, I apologize for having this dominate so much of the show these days. But, I mean, it's, it is the, the, the top issue in the United States, uh, according to the exit polls in New Hampshire and, and everywhere else. It's just uh, it's, it's, it's the big problem. I mean, there's so many problems in Biden's America. But uh, this is this is the overwhelmingly big issue, and now it's now it's in Roxbury, and uh, you know Grace pointed this out earlier. But there are certain uh, eerie parallels to the uh, busing crisis of the 1970s in Boston, where uh, where a, a suburban elite imposed its will on the city of Boston and just about wrecked the city took the city a long, long time to recover, and now they're doing it again. I remember writing in the uh, Brothers Bulger, my uh, my first book. I, I spent a long time talking about busing because that's that sort of set the stage for the Bulgers to rise up because the whole middle class left the city, especially South Boston. They fled. They just left, and that kind of left, uh, left people that were poor, drug-dependent, criminals behind, and the Bulgers moved in and took over, even more so than they had before. And busing, it was mandatory integration of the schools by way of forced busing. And the people that were pushing it, was a, there was a federal judge, Garrity, from 
Wellesley, the suburbs where, where I live. The governor was from Brookline, the suburbs. In other, any other city in the country, it would have been part of Boston, but it was a suburb, Brookline. That was Mike Dukakis. And it was pushed relentlessly by the Boston Globe, the editor of whom was a, a pablum-puking, blue-blooded liberal from Lincoln. And his father had been the editor of the Globe before him. He had been a nationwide search to find him, Tom Winship. And the editorial page editor who pushed busing relentlessly, a woman named Cabot. Cabot, familiar name, yes. Another blue blood name from Cambridge. So you have Wellesley, Cambridge, Brookline, and Lincoln pushed busing on the city of Boston, wrecked the whole city. Now, now you have the same liberal crew. You know, the people from Martha's Vineyard who didn't want the illegal aliens in their community. You have a woman from, uh, from, who now lives in Arlington, used to live in Cambridge. <laughs> so it's the same thing happening over and over again. Only this time, they're, they're, uh, this time now you have a majority-minority city, so, they're, so there, are, there are fewer whites in the city because they, they all left in the first wave. So now they're, try, now they're trying to do their best to drive the middle class people of color out of the city with this kind of thing. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. says, NYPD now believes four of the uh, illegals arrested in the cop beat down near Times Square have fled on a bus to California. <laughs> Just as a point of accuracy, it wasn't Ben Cardin himself. It was an aide. I said, I thought I said that. It's of course it was an aide to Ben Cardin, the retiring senator from Maryland. If I if I misspoke, I meant to say Ben Car- Ben Cardin's aide. Anyway, this is uh, the, the after the takeover of the uh, Melnia Cass uh, Center in uh, Roxbury, uh, community center for uh, uh, youth recreation, uh, senior citizen activities, various community events. Now everybody has been ejected, just like they were ejected from neighborhood schools 50 years ago. They've been ejected, and the, uh, the illegal aliens have been moved in. They say they're going to be out by May. Who's, who's buying that? Nobody. Nobody's buying that. And as I said earlier, they, they have a youth program that used to run. It started at 8 o'clock on, uh, on Saturdays at Melnia Cass, and they, they're going to move it to to Roxbury Community College, the Reggie Lewis Center, but they, they're booked, except at 6 a.m. So now people, people who are American citizens and who work, instead of having their kids go somewhere at 8 o'clock, they're going to have to get them up in the middle of the night and take them there at 6 o'clock in the morning for the illegal aliens. Because who really comes first in our society, right? 844-500-4242. We'll take lots of calls. Ugh. I got so many stories to read, as I do every day, about this uh, this invasion of the country. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. 
Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before even making that first phone call to get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you in this new year? Put yourself and your health first in 2024. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can as well. Make your health a priority. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. Howie Carr is back. I'm an excitable boy when I start talking about this stuff. That's the name of the song by Warren Zevon. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Nauset Beach Inn. Right now, you can stay at the Nauset Beach Inn for under $200 a night this winter. To reserve your pet-friendly ocean view room with two queen-size beds, so there's plenty of room for everybody, go to nossetbeachinn.com. That's nossetbeachinn.com. Taylor. What's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is what type of person do you most fear will commit a crime against you? Republican-American, Democrat-American, Muslim terrorist, or illegal alien? Illegal alien. No question about it. 73% say illegal alien. 16% fear Democrat-Americans more. 8% say Muslim terrorists. 3% 3% say Republican-Americans. <laughs> 3%, okay. 844-500-4242. Okay, here's the story from the New York Post about the uh, four illegal aliens that uh, beat down the two cops uh, near Times Square. Cops believed four of the five hopped on a bus bound for California yesterday after, listen to this, after giving phony names to a church-affiliated nonprofit group that helps migrants, not illegal aliens, migrants get rides out of the city, according to law enforcement sources. A church-affiliated group. Uh, All four were released without bail, although Reveron, who has prior arrests on his rap sheet, was put on supervised release. Sources said skipping town would likely put him in violation of his court-ordered release. So he would just be brought back to to New York and uh, charged with something else and then released on bail again, and he'd, he'd go to the next church-affiliated nonprofit group and get back on a bus somewhere. A fifth asylum-seeking uh, suspect, asylum-seeking, he's already got asylum. He's got asylum from having to work. He's got asylum from having to pay for his medical insurance or his room and board. He's got asylum from having to obey the laws. What does he need more asylum for? The fifth asylum-speaking suspect, Johan Boada, 22. That's the guy who gave the finger as he was leaving. Uh, he gave the can- and again, if they had if if they gave Pulitzer prizes for real news, spot news photography, this would be the winner right here. 844-500-4242. Nick, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Nick. 
say how you recall uh, this week uh, the master of one of the masters of corruption, uh, Christopher Ray, got before the Senate, whatever, and alliterated all about the hacking, the comp- compromise of American systems. For example, by the way, Maine, I think it was, had a, had a water plant uh, hacked. Uh, they believe it was from China. Anyways, what he neglected to mention was this, with all these warnings, is that the uh, imbecile signed an order that that would be the, the guy whose son dies every once in a while, Bo Biden, his yeah. father. He, he took a pot and dismantled the China Initiative, which is put in place by Trump. They had around 50, 60 people in, in jail, many from Massachusetts. Right. MIT. Yeah. One of them. One of them that was going to go to jail was Professor Pumpkin from Harvard University. You know, it's it's oh, not yeah, just that right. everybody at Harvard is a plagiarist or making up, uh, fabricating scientific data. Some of them are actually selling secrets to China. Professor Pumpkin, the red Chinese, set up a a one million dollar account for him in a bank in wait for it Wuhan, China. And he did it. I, I don't even think he did a j- day in jail after uh, after Biden got in. And again, Biden ended the uh, the prohibition against giving aid to uh, the U- UNRWA, the uh, the terrorist uh, based organization that uh, now now we know 10 percent of them are Hamas affiliated in, in the Gaza Strip. Uh, Biden also uh, res- rescinded the uh, terrorist designation on the Houthis. Now there now there are at least two Americans dead from uh, from the Houthis trying to stop the Iranians from delivering them more weapons. We're bombing them on a nightly basis. But Biden said they weren't terrorists, just like he said uh, the the uh, UN organization, so-called relief. It's a terrorist organization, and Gaza Strip wasn't a terrorist organization. He's 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 in the satchel. And today today they announced it's on it's CBS reported this. They've set up a schedule to hit hit Iranian targets in Syria and Iraq, but they announced it or they leaked the news so that Syria so that Iran Iran can get all their people out. And there was even a story earlier in the day that Iran was pulling all of its people out because they were afraid the Israelis were going to kill all these uh, these terrorist operatives that they've got in Syria. So we're giving them a we're giving them a, a, a heads up to get all the Iranians out before we hit a few, uh, you know, aspirin factories like Bill Clinton used to do. Thanks for the call, Nick. Jim, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jim. Good afternoon, Captain. Listen, I would like the virtue signal. I'm not sure I know how to because I'm doing it for others, but I'd like to offer Arlington's empty, former, and still-standing high school as a yep. spot to put these people on. I know my neighbor, the governor, would probably offer it if she had remembered that it's empty. Um, and, uh, you know, you could put all these illegal aliens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Migrants. Sorry. That was a slip of the truth. What, what about Harvard Stadium, Jim? What about Harvard Stadium? That's a huge well, place. And it's they only use it, what, how many, year, how many days a year do they use Harvard Stadium? Ten maximum. Right? plenty of room over there and then they could just they could open up uh, they could open up cafeterias uh, at the Harvard Business School right next door and just let let all the uh, all the the uh, MS-13 gangbangers and all the uh, terrorists all the Houthis and Hezbollah and Hamas and ISIS and Al-Qaeda they could all come over 
Thanks for the call. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Illegal aliens in the news. This is from the U.S. Attorney's Office in Boston. A man from the Dominican Republic who resides in the Boston area was sentenced yesterday for running a wide-ranging fentanyl trafficking conspiracy that traveled, trafficked multiple kilograms of counterfeit pills, including pills that contained fentanyl, through the mail. Quirity Ogundo, 45, was sentenced was sentenced to 144 months in prison and five years of supervised release. That's like, what, 12 years? Doesn't seem, and it'll be out in 10 years, 10 years. In total, over 11 kilograms of fentanyl, that's just about, let's round it off, 24 pounds of fentanyl, was recovered from the illegal alien, excuse me, the undocumented Democrats' apartment, as well as amounts of heroin, cocaine, and methamphetamine. That's just, that's just another one illegal alien in the news. 844-500-4242. The NYPD is cracking down on unregistered scooters as robberies involving moped-riding bandits have become a frequent problem across the city over the past few months. Officers targeted migrant facilities. Why can't they call them flop houses? Speak English. Officers targeted foreign freeloader flop houses throughout the five five boroughs last night where they seized dozens of illegal electric bikes and took them away on a flatbed. The confiscated bikes had no registration or had stolen plates. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Many migrants use mopeds and scooters for income mainly for, by thieves, using, using them to grab pedestrian wallets, phones, jewelry, and purses, and quickly getting away with the stolen belongings, according to police. Uh, the police, a police spokesman said, we're seeing an uptick of scooter robberies in the city, particularly in Manhattan, where individuals are on scooters, normally two on a scooter, and they're all taking, cell, they're taking American cell phones, AirPods, Beats, wallets, purses. There have been at least 17 reported robberies involving scooters in Manhattan, Queens, and the Bronx, according to the NYPD. I think um, Mayor Wu and Governor Healy are going to insist that they have a special area at the Melnia Cass uh, Center for scooters so that, the, uh, so that the illegal aliens can get in and out quickly to, to rob local Americans that just happen to be walking by. In at least two-thirds of the thefts by the uh, illegal aliens, the American victims have been violently thrown to the ground when the scooter-riding suspects ripped purses off their shoulders and arms. The foreign banditos have targeted New Yorkers as young as 11 years old. A man on a scooter in Queens tore chains right off an 11-year-old girl's neck on January 10th. Ugh. 
844-500-4242. Now they're saying tax revenues in New York are going down because uh, the illegal aliens never pay taxes and they're, they're, they steal stuff and then they sell it. So instead, so if you buy something in a store or at a bodega that you know has a license to operate, they're gonna they're gonna get sa- the city, the state are gonna get sales tax with the illegal aliens, you know, selling at these street bazaars or just door to door or on the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever. They're, uh, they're no one's paying any taxes, and plus I'm they- shocked, shocked. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Yeah, what about the Concord Jail? We've talked about that before. The the MCI Concord is going to be closed. MCI Cedar Junction is being uh, is being decommissioned too. That's uh, Walpole's not a bad area. I wonder if Bob Kraft can do anything. It's kind of close to Foxborough. He's got a he's got a big investment in Patriot Place. You know, wonder if he can stop that. Kind of doubt it at this point. It's a big mess. 844-500-4242. Bob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bob. Hey, Howie, I'm going to take the low road here on this uh, stealing of the rec center by the illegals. Yes. The people who have lost control, the people who have lost control over this rec center, this is a self-inflicted wound. They deserve everything that happens to them. They voted Democrat for years. Now they're starting to see that their votes really don't help them. Yeah. I, I know, you know, it's a, uh, you know, there's an old saying in a democracy, you get the government you deserve. And you can, you can make that argument. They've, they voted for all these people. Do you know who their, do you know who their city councilor is in that district? And a former illegal alien, someone who was an illegal alien until 2019, Tanya Fernandez Anderson. She came close to being deported. She's been fined $10,000 by the State Ethics Commission for nepotism and hiring. She's married to a convicted murderer who's doing life in prison for, for murdering a legal immigrant from Lebanon. Yeah. You, you know, here's the thing, though, Bob. You know, they're going to need security. And, and people at City Hall are already, Americans at City Hall are already talking about this. They're going to need security there at, for obvious reasons because there's, there's going to be all kinds of crime when you have that many illegal aliens. And it's good. It, mainly it'll be Boston cops, state police, but there'll also probably be private security. And there are some politicians in Boston who have, who have uh, grant-hustling relatives who are making big money in getting these grants. And it's going to be very interesting to see how many politicians directly benefit from this catastrophe that they visited upon Roxbury. And just like uh, Fannie Willis, you see all of her, uh, all, all of her campaign contributors. Uh, they they contribute a thousand bucks, and then they get a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars in contracts. It's all coming out now in the wash. I'll I'll read you the stories. I and I, I understand that on a on a, you know, on a theoretical level. But I mean, you know, the average the average person who you know pays his taxes and works, and now all of a sudden he's going to have to get up at five thirty in the morning to take his kid on Saturdays to to this uh, to a to a, a location further away and and they say they, I've I've seen stories that some of these people say their kids go to the go to the Melnia Cass Center for the for the programs on the bus I can I don't think there are any buses running at 6 a.m. especially on Saturday mornings they what are they going to do 
They're going to walk. It's cold right now. 844-500-4242. Kevin, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Kevin. Yes, sir. Um, I'm hearing that Representative Ayanna Presley is accusing Walgreens of racial discrimination for closing a store in Roxbury. But at the very same time, she's very silent about the Democrats closing down that youth center to house illegal migrants. Now, am I going crazy here, or is this woman being overtly or overtly belying herself? Well, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe she's, maybe she thinks that some person, you know, she's married to a jailbird as well, a guy who did ten years for uh, drug drug dealing, and now he's now he's getting all kinds of federal grants. I don't know. He was one of the people. She wasn't there, but he was. She, he was. She was at the. Here uh, he, her husband was at the uh, Kwanzaa Swarry at the Parkman House where no white people were ne- allowed to come to. But I've got the actual, got, I've got this cut. Now, uh, as, in, as in many other urban areas, the uh, various drugstores and department stores are shutting down because they're being destroyed sh- by shoplifting. They're locking up my toothpaste. <laughs> as, just as you can hear from Al Charlatan. But this was Ayanna Presley yesterday. She was accusing they, they shut down. They're shutting down a Walgreens. I think it's on Warren Street, and it's it's like the the last one in in the Roxbury neighborhood. Now you got to go further away, and they've also they've already shut them down in in Mattapan and and Hyde Park. But they they're not shutting them down because they're black neighborhoods. They're shutting them down because they're going broke because this shoplifting is out of control, and the cops can't arrest anybody. Cut seven. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medication and, of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary, and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. That is why I joined with Senator Markey and Warren to demand answers from Walgreens CEO. Why was there no community input, no adequate notice to customers, and no transition resources to prevent gaps in health care? Shame on you, Walgreens. Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop divesting from black and brown communities. I would prefer instead of saying low-income communities, you could say shoplifting impacted communities. Those are the, that's where it's being shut down. That's where they're being shut down by Walgreens, CVS, all the uh, all the chain drug stores and, and the the big department stores and the in the Seven Elevens. Look at San Francisco. 844-500-4242-844-500-4242. Margaret, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Margaret. Hi, Howie. Hi. You know, I've been on hold for so long. I've been listening to all your subjects. Uh, you know, all these things happening with all these raw games being shut down and all these illegals doing whatever the hell they want, can't any governor or anybody in Congress or anything do anything but Biden to shut this border down? 
I don't understand. You know, all the stuff that you've been saying, it's like it, it, it's not a joke. we got to do something because this is getting way, way out of hand. Can't anybody do it? It is, but obviously, obviously, the Democrat Party thinks it's good. It's a it's a good strategy moving forward to uh, to destabilize the society utterly, Margaret. Or it would stop, wouldn't it? They think what? they're going to benefit politically from uh, from from destroying the uh, fabric of American society. I, you know, I mean, really, come on. And you know what? I was watching C-SPAN today. They were voting on, thank God they said they voted yes. Should we deport immigrants and all that who get pick, picked up for OUI? And they yes. said yes. Yeah, you know, the thing is, they 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 started, I remember when Barney Frank was in office and they, and they were going to de- deport some cocaine dealers from his district. And he said, why are you deporting them for a minor crime? It's a minor, people die. Cocaine, you're dealing cocaine, you're probably also dealing fentanyl, heroin. And then and then Mumbles Menino, the, then the mayor of Boston, said, when they started talking about deporting people who steal cars, it's a minor crime stealing a car. You ever had a car stolen? It's not a minor crime when they steal your car. It's like a burglary. They call burglary a minor crime. Not not if you come home from work and the, the, the window, the front window of your front door is broken out and all your uh, valuables and heirlooms are gone. It's not a minor crime. They ought to deport all the, and yeah, I would deport every every drunk driver, illegal alien drunk drivers. There are a disproportionate number of them. Uh, they commit a disproportionate number of every crime across the board. 844-500-4242, I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr, we'll be right back. He's Howie Carr. 508 says, you must be mistaken, Howie. We were told if illegals uh, were allowed to get driver's licenses, they wouldn't break the law again. Shame on you. The uh, the guy at the uh, Flophouse works, uh, who's running the Flophouse for the state, uh, says that most of them still don't have driver's licenses. Again, you have to pay cash money. They'd rather save the money for stuff they really need, like drugs and booze. You know who? They, even if they if they don't have a driver's license, who's going to stop them from driving? You think the cops are even going to write them a ticket? If they if they write them a ticket, they just give a, a fake name and don't show up for court. That's all. That's why cops don't give tickets anymore to illegal aliens in 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 most case in many cases anyway. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Johnny, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, Howie, it's funny you just mentioned Walpole. This morning we went up to uh, for coffee, and uh, right there at the end of Common Street, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, and across the street in Sharon, there's a hotel, and the sign's covered up. So it's like, oh, so we're going to have some new residents coming in, you know? The, the hotel on, on Route 1, the sign's yeah. covered over, so they're housing them there. But Is that one of the places where the, uh, where the people were going to come in for the Army-Navy game, but then they got booted out? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But, you know, it's funny because at work, Howie, Almost, I'd say 90% of the guys I work with, they, they live either in Pawtucket or Attleboro. They can't afford to live in Walpole. And it really, it's kind of frustrating when you're sitting there knowing, like, you know, 
all of us have second jobs, you know, and most of it, we can't afford to, I can afford to live because I bought my house in 86. So right. my house was $95,000. It was just assessed at 670. I mean, are you, I'm like, who can afford that? These kids, on the money that we make. It's like, I, right. how I get two more years in Massachusetts is in the rear view mirror. <laughs> Johnny, it, you, it, it's, it will be, I predict, the best decision you ever made. And I think you know I'm right. <laughs> yeah, you got it, Captain. You know, I know there's I know there's a few people who who, who move out and say, "Why am I in South Carolina? Why am I in Tennessee? Why why am I in a place where there's no income tax? Why did I move to New Hampshire where I don't have to pay a sales tax or an income?" But very that's that's a pretty small minority. Thanks for the call, Johnny. Don, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Don. Howie, you tell me how we solve these problems. We have an immigration system that has Ian Omar coming to the United States, falsifying her records. Okay, that's number one that's deportable. Number right. two, she marries her brother. Now, right. according to immigration law, if you do not consummate that marriage, it's, it's, it's no good. It doesn't work. And well, even if she did consummate the marriage, I mean, she did she ever divorce this guy or did she? I, I don't know. She might be a bigamist. She, I, I guess she gave a uh, allegedly gave a false name when she came into the country because her, her family wouldn't have been admitted otherwise. So, I mean, she's committed all kinds of crimes uh, in this uh, in this country. I mean, I think I think if you had a serious justice system, you could you could denaturalize her, which means strip her of her American citizenship because she obtained it under false pretenses, and then deport her back to uh, Somalia. She says she uh, she's a, she's she supports Somalia more than she supports the United States. It's uh, it'd be like throwing Br'er Rabbit back into the briar patch, wouldn't it? She she would like it. Howie, on top of that, when the average person that thinks normally runs for office, the press crucified him and his family going back to high school to find some girl that was jealous because they wouldn't take him out. He raped me. He did destroy your family. Who the hell is going to write for office? But what we got in there, a bunch of crooks. I, I know, Don. Everything you say is true. What what can I say? This is the this is the this is the life we haven't chosen, but this is the life we are leading. I'm Howie Carr.